Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. Recently, a patient of mine who was struggling with finding a healthy weight looked at me with bitterness and said, you could never understand. This particular woman is encountering executive realities that have derailed her best laid plans. Her reality includes very long work hours, frequent travel across time zones, and high-stakes performances that create so much urgency for her that she's often sacrificing sleep and workouts just so she can meet the demands of her job. As a result, she has gained back weight she had previously worked very hard to lose. When she said, you could never understand, she was feeling so discouraged and alone. A great number of people look at me now and imagine I've always existed in a healthy physical form. At this particular point in time, I run a marathon every season, I have a job I love, I tend a flock of chickens, and have a thriving backyard garden. But this hasn't always been the case. Since I tried to bring to you, our listeners, the problems my patients agree to share in the hopes that their stories resonate with you, I figure it's about time I told you one of my own stories. I don't come to you as a paragon of virtue, but rather as someone who struggles with the same challenges. So, to prove this point, I'm offering you a story. And this particular story informs everything I do, from the way I think about Hello Health as a business, the way I care for my patients, the way I show up for my kids as their mother. While this story is about me, the themes within it may resonate with you. My hope is that you begin to see how the skill I call Mastering the Restart will help you now and in the future. To succeed in reaching health goals, executive women need help building momentum not just once, but many times. In other words, we have to get restarted toward our health goals even more frequently than the typical American woman. At Hello Health, we consider this a skill called Mastering the Restart. At its crux, Mastering the Restart is the skill of expecting for life to happen and being practical about getting back on track. This skill has five requirements. You have to learn to recognize the need to get restarted, hit pause, find the right starting line, have a training program, and step back so you can gain perspective. Are you ready to hear what I have to say? My story starts when I was 20 years old, and I'm starting in my 20s because when it comes to thinking about our health habits, we tend to compare how our bodies are now to the body we had in our 20s, and I was no different. When I was 20, I was a competitive distance runner on the University of Maryland track and cross-country team. I ran between 60 to 80 miles in a week. I worked out twice weekly with a personal trainer in a facility designed for athletes, and I ate whatever I wanted because I never gained a pound that wasn't 100% muscle. I didn't go straight to medical school, so I was well into my 30s by the time I was ready to start a family. At that time, I was a second-year medical resident, working between 80 to 100 hours weekly, including nights, holidays, and weekends, but I was still a runner of about 30 miles in a week. I had certain expectations. I was going to, first, be in perfect health. Second, continue running and work the 80 to 100 hour weeks expected of a medical resident with aspirations of becoming chief resident of a Harvard training program. You probably aren't surprised that things didn't go according to my plan. Looking back now, 
it's easy to see that those expectations were completely unreasonable. But the truth is, it's amazing how hard it is to gain clarity in real time. And the truth is that for me, things went horribly awry. Pregnancy was life-threatening for me. I gained nearly twice the recommended weight and as a result developed diabetes and high blood pressure. Despite my best intentions, I was not able to stop gaining weight and my medical problems worsened. So let me pause here for a moment and highlight a few important facts. Very often, medical problems worsen through no fault of our own. Success in health often has nothing to do with sustaining motivation, being a better person, or having the best laid plans. I'm sorry to say this was not the mindset I adopted during this very scary time in my life. I blamed myself for jeopardizing my life and the life of my unborn child. You can imagine my relief and utter joy when my baby was delivered at full term, weighing a healthy amount and crying just like a baby should. To my shame and disbelief, I had gained 90 pounds. I had 90 pounds to lose to find my pre-pregnancy weight once more. Factoring in the new role of becoming a mother for the first time, my health problems were overwhelming. I had no idea where to start. Mistakes were made, and they were made by me, and I'm listing my mistakes so that you can try to avoid them. So first, I compared my 30-year-old postpartum body to my 20-year-old body at the height of its athleticism. And despite being an expert on human physiology, I ignored the fact that each decade brings a new set of physiologic truths, not to mention huge shifts required to make room for a new role like motherhood. Second, I didn't make a plan. I was pregnant for what felt like forever, and despite all that time, I made no plan whatsoever for recuperation. I focused on my work as a physician, improving the health of others, but not my own. And number three, I spent an inordinate amount of time blaming myself for my health problems. Whether or not this was justified, it isn't a helpful frame of mind. What I've found is that there are negative perceptions of situations that are accurate but unhelpful, and there are positive ways of thinking about situations that are equally accurate and pretty helpful. The problem is that it's just so easy to focus on the negative. Unfortunately, I did a lot of negative thinking. I made many mistakes, but I got one thing right, and that is I recognized that I had to get restarted. And that's what saved me in the end, because recognizing it's time to start again is the very first step to mastering the restart. How do you recognize the need to restart? First of all, you have to get restarted a lot more often than most of us think. You have to get restarted at the beginning of the year and with every change in the season. So like right about now. You also need to plan to restart after traveling, after vacation, and after holidays. And anytime you take on a new role in your life that changes your day-to-day -day schedule. And there are those restarts you can't plan for because there are curveballs in life. For example, you have to restart after injury or illness. And every time you find yourself wishing things were different than they are. This last one applied to my postpartum self. I found myself wishing I had my athletic body. What to do? Well, the next step is to hit pause. Executive women always try to skip this part. 
but it's arguably the most important. Otherwise, it wouldn't be so hard to do. The reason you have to hit pause is so you can gain clarity on the situation and see what's really going on. So when I hit pause, I was, as I said, 90 pounds overweight, holding top credentials in human physiology and my first baby in my arms. I was short of breath just standing up. So like, we're talking, I would sit down and I could talk freely in full sentences. But if I stood up, I was doing this, just standing. So I would have to sit back down after a few moments. Did I mention my daughter was born in the middle of a blizzard in Cambridge, Massachusetts? I hate cold weather. I hate treadmills more. And I was at a complete loss on where to get started. So I did what many of us do when we find ourselves out of shape. Go back to doing what worked for us before. So we say to ourselves, well, I used to go to the gym every day. I used to do yoga five times a week. Well, here's a hot tip. If you feel out of breath when you stand up, do not go try to run a mile in the snow. Do not decide to pull off an interval speed workout from your old running team. It hurts. If you feel breathless when you stand up like I did postpartum, don't go try to run a mile. You will huff and puff and it hurts. And unfortunately, I know this from personal experience. So does anyone remember at this point what step two is in mastering the restart? Yes, it was hit the pause button. It will save you from misery. So after I put myself through much unnecessary suffering, I finally paused long enough to take step three and find the right starting line. Step three is to start from where you are, not from where you wish you were. In my case, I literally started with standing up at timed intervals, right? Because I was short of breath standing up. So this is what I ended up doing. I started a timer and I set it for 30 seconds. It would go off. I would stand up and stand for 30 seconds ago. And when it went back off again, I would sit down and take as long as I needed to recover my sense of breath. And when I would regain my air, I'd set it again and I'd stand up for 30 more seconds. And I did this until I wasn't breathless anymore when I stood up and walked around inside my house. It also helped we were snowed in, so there you go. I can't emphasize step three enough. Step three, start from where you are, not from where you wish you were. Great, so I was ready for step four. Step four is to have a training program. A training program is a multi-week plan designed to gradually improve your health over about 12 weeks. So, like a season. Training programs are not just for athletes. They are for anyone who wants to avoid unnecessary pain and suffering and prevent injury. A training program incorporates rest days and recovery weeks. And these periods of rest allow for the fact that the cardiovascular system adapts to exercise about six to eight weeks sooner than do muscles and tendons. In other words, you will stop huffing and puffing much sooner than your muscles and tendons will become stronger and better able to handle exercise loads. So the training program prevents you from trying to do too much too soon. It also makes it easier to get back on track after life happens. Having a training program is not optional. A training program is a requirement in mastering the restart. In my case, I was ready to begin a walking program. I started walking in the snow with my baby in tow for about 15 minutes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. 
And this allowed for three rest days, and it was great to see the sunshine. So finally, we arrive at step five, my favorite. Step back so you can gain perspective. The way we perceive progress isn't linear. True progress feels like a roller coaster. So even when we recognize the need to restart, pause, start from where we are, not from where we wish we were, and have a training program, progress often feels like a roller coaster. It often feels like my patient felt, like after we achieve high highs like we want to, the bottom falls out and we're right back to where we were starting. But oftentimes, when we step back from the roller coaster ride, we start to see incremental progress. We glean the lessons learned and realize we're not actually all the way back from where we started from. Typically, we've made huge gains. When I step back from the day I first held my daughter, this is what I can now see and appreciate. Two years after my baby was born, I did return to a healthy weight, not my pre-pregnancy weight, but a weight that helped me come off of medications for both diabetes and high blood pressure. I did return to a sport I loved, albeit in a different form and using very different methods from those I had used before. Five years from that day, I ran my fastest marathon ever and achieved a dream I had had since the age of 16. I qualified for the Boston Marathon. Stepping back even further, I've become a much more compassionate doctor and have come to view health as a leadership strategy. My story and others like it, is the reason Hello Health now offers not just physician services, but also facilitates workshops for women in their places of work and ensures one-on-one health coaching. So to recap, the five steps of Mastering the Restart are, number one, recognize the need to restart. Number two, hit the pause button. Number three, start from where you are, not from where you wish you were. Number four, follow a training program that's right for you. Step five, step back to gain perspective. This helps you avoid negative self-talk and instead captures the wonderful changes you might not have otherwise seen. So back to my patient who looked at me with so much bitterness in her eyes. I told her this story. When she stepped back and looked at her own health profile rather than just her weight, she realized she had made great gains. For one thing, she was at the same weight but had developed muscle tone so her body mass composition was a lot healthier than before she had started her journey in our clinic. Her cholesterol profile had changed dramatically, and she no longer required medication. There were great healthy things going her way, and the perspective really helped. A lot of the power of what we do in our workshops, talks, and in the clinic has to do with gaining conscious mastery over the process for protecting and improving personal health and well-being. One of these processes is called mastering the restart. We hold ourselves up not as paragons of virtue, but as women struggling with the similar set of challenges unique to executives. Spring is on the way, and it's a great time for mastering the restart. If you'd like help, look us up at www.hellohealthclinic.com. I'll leave that website in our show notes. Until next time, remember, today is good. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. 
my lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.